welcome to Buena Vista episode 135. I am Ben, and I am here at the creation of the universe. All matter and energy is condensed into a point smaller than the space occupied by a single atom. The building blocks for the unimaginable complexity and vastness of creation held in that speck, all vibrating with primordial potential. Here, at the dawn of all that is and ever will be, making fart noises with his armpit, it's Andrew. Hello, Andrew. Hey, hey! It's weird. I just came into existence like that very moment, but my asshole is immediately itchy. <laughs> weird, weird. You'd think there wouldn't even be time for like any, I don't know, for like get dried out or anything like that. I guess uh, this is just my my natural state of being. You, you reckon know? that's it? That's what makes your butthole uh, itchy? Is it getting dried out? I think that there are a lot of different <laughs> reasons that one's butthole could really? become itchy. I think there's not that many. <laughs> oh, I think there's oh, tons. Oh, okay. Well, give us your definitive list. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Number one, uh, maybe you're very... dehydrated your, your butthole is dry it's chafed it's chapped <laughs> so dry right up first and foremost am i meant to keep it hydrated <laughs> you gotta moisturize that butthole <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm carefully applying lip balm to my pocket poor, <laughs> like poor ointment and just, oh. uh, number two poor hygiene okay sure yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you got some crust you got some build up oh, you're not keeping yourself wow. clean properly Imagine if this is the first episode you listened to I shouldn't have Welcome. asked that question anticipating that the word crust would pop up. Yep. Uh, number three, I'm going to say some type of abrasion. Perhaps you've received a wedgie, mm-hmm. you know? There's been a bit of friction burn across there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you've, you're experiencing discomfort. And a lot of the time, your first impulse there, get in and have a scratch, you know? Uh, number four, some type of issue, like a medical issue. Uh, perhaps mm. a rash. Mm-hmm. Um, number five, maybe some type of sexually transmitted sort of deal. Uh, six, hemorrhoids. What do hemorrhoids feel like? I've got no idea. If you know no. what hemorrhoids feel like, write into mailbag at buntavista.com. Very detailed. Put as much detail as you like. Pictures, if you got them. Yep. So that's six off the top of my head. I could keep going, but I know we've only got an hour. So um, over to you. Uh, I'm going to keep introducing people now and try and forget that that part happened. Mm. <laughs> Uh, not yet fully formed into existence. Still somehow embarrassed about it. It's Theo. Hello, Theo. Hey, how are you? I'm bad, but only because of things that I brought about myself. Mainly uh, okay. the butthole talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also here at the creation of the universe, there's a chick. Hey, Lucy. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hello. I didn't ask to be born. <laughs> and yet here you are. A, f- a fact as old as time, mm-hmm. one in every four people is a chick. That's true. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, 60% of all women are chicks. I feel like that's a broad generalization. Hey, yo. Oh. <sighs> Sorry. That was good, actually. Possibly worse than the asshole talk. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll let the listener decide. That was one of the worst intros we've ever done. Uh, and you want to hear something worse? Yes. How about conspiracies about Donald Trump being a man that is single-handedly uh, taking down pedophilia across the world? They're my favorite kind. Or is it really a conspiracy if it's true? I'm imagining like um, Donald Trump personally leading like a group of Navy SEALs into like a, a darkened sex dungeon. Like he's first through the door. You know, <laughs> he's he's got to be on the front lines first. He's the point the man. Yeah, he's on he's the not just going to let he's not going to let these other brave souls who are serving their nation uh, be in the firing line unless he is there first to take a bullet um, from some sex weirdo in their cult dungeon. <laughs> that's the kind of guy he is. He's strong. He's brave. He's powerful. They can find a bulletproof vest that will fit him. <laughs> Taking a bullet from some sex weirdo is just a delightful turn of phrase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining that they have to get him like a bulletproof vest uh, that they, they get over his head and then they kind of, you know, cinch it down and then they have to break apart another bulletproof vest and put one panel over the gap between the front and back on the left side and then another panel over the gap between the front and the back on the right side. There's no need to body shame here, Andrew, except if we're talking about that picture of his face that came out this week. <laughs> oh, just it looks how? like the makeup gun. 
I mean, he's just, he's like the fucking president, and he's a rich guy, and still somehow he'll just get like, someone will do a shitty job of putting the fake tan on his face and be like, ah, don't worry about it. And then don't no one will it. be like, oh, hey man, they um, they didn't blend it. Like, they didn't. He uh, looks like he, he hasn't drank a glass of water in several years. He's got some problems. He certainly does. Uh, but he's also hashtag winning, because mm. he's the president. So he's kind of owned us all in that sense. He's the freaking president. He is the freaking president. <laughs> the freaking pusa. Uh, and while we can't do anything about that, uh, we can exercise what little power we have uh, in getting his supporters disbarred from being psychiatrists. Hmm. Uh, so this is an article from the Australian Associated Press. Psychiatrist struck off for posting bizarre QAnon conspiracy theories. A Sydney psychiatrist who posted, quote, bizarre alt-right conspiracy theories he claimed were the directives of U.S. President Donald Trump to his practice's official website has been struck off the medical register. The DY doctor, that, that's just a weird that's suburb a place? in uh, Sydney for those. DY, yes. DY, spelled D-E-W-H-Y. Uh, I say DY not. That sucked. Shut up. Uh, the DY doctor, Russell Everett McGregor, claimed Trump had taped evidence of a global Satanist pedophile network, that 9-11 was faked, that one's true, and that the ABC was part of an international deep state network covering up the crimes of the elite. Awesome. Many of the 300-plus posts oh, yes. from 2018 wow. onwards related to the debunked QAnon conspiracy that suggested Trump is leading crusade against deep state forces uh, who protect satanic pedophile rings. So this is... His hmm. public, the blog for, like, if you go, it's called, like, Northern Beaches Psychiatrist and Psychologist or something along those lines. <laughs> oh, if my you, God. If you go so to the website much. and then you click on the blog section, 300 posts, like, in a two-year period, just full length, blah, blah, all of them start with a disclaimer being like, uh, this does not, uh, you know... Uh, my opinion is not representative of the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. But he's the only person writing on the blog. It's fucking insane. I think that's one of my favorite things about QAnon folks is their willingness to just like... Put it out there. They're not yeah, ashamed it of it. Yeah. On their Facebook, on like, you know, whatever public forum that they have and just directly linked to their name. Like I would have... I am ashamed of every belief that I hold. <laughs> right? Like just <laughs> good, bad, whatever. Right? Um... But if I was, yeah, if I was believing these things, I would at least try and be like on the down low a little bit to be like, hey, yeah, I know this isn't going to gel with everybody. I do believe that um, President Trump, uh, one of the most weird and amoral people on the face of the planet, is leading some secret effort to take down pedophilia across the globe. Like, if that was a belief that I would hold, I would keep that to, you know... Forums friends that no and one family. Ever, <laughs> personal Facebook page. Like places that no one would ever read, or at the very least, Whirlpool. I would write it, I would write it <laughs> down by hand. Yeah. I'd write it down by hand onto paper, um, fold that paper up, put it into a toolbox, and then bury the toolbox in the backyard. Yes. Yeah, if you've got to have these thoughts, you've just got to get yeah. them out. You've got to get that thought nut out, right? Just do it <sighs> under your house, like in the, <sighs> in the crawl space somewhere. The crawl space. <laughs> get that thought nut out, and you're done. I um I don't link my Twitter account to my like real name most of the time just for you know those again those casual searching reasons yeah. if a prospective employer or whatever and and I'm just tweeting stuff like I'm have diarrhea yeah mm -hmm. and you would hate and to come into work one day and there's just a binder and it's <laughs> it's all of the reasons that you've specified for having an itchy asshole yeah, yeah. and would you care to explain the, that, yeah, the, the following bring you 300 up on posts is the fact that you never once mentioned hair growth oh so true you need wow. hair um, back in there you really want to take us back down to uh, asshole talk. So that's that's number seven. Hair yeah, growth. For me, for me, that's number one with a bullet. But well, <laughs> number eight. Number eight, though. Don't forget hair regrowth. If anybody out there has ever tried to shave like too close to the sun, um, and then you get that hair growing back. Yeah, I believe Ooh. that's the story of Icarus. Oh, yep, using that waxy razor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, placing, placing my wife's razor back on the bathroom shelf. Oh, Andrew. 
Oh, thank you, Theo. Anyway, <laughs> and these are the thoughts I'm not putting on on my works the website. <laughs> the difference is that this guy has the courage of his convictions because this is the stuff that matters oh. to him, and so he's put it on the website of the psychiatric uh, practice that he operates out of. Fight that sounds like a really sane man to me. You know, oh. that's who I want being my therapist. You're about to find out whether or not he is. <laughs> how, you, no, you're about to find out exactly how extremely sane this man is. Imagine, <laughs> I, I just want to backtrack a bit, not to the butthole stuff. Okay. Well. Um, I want to backtrack a bit to the disclaimer, because I love the concept of A, being like dedicated enough to make this stuff public to putting it literally on your workplace's website but being like look i know not everybody <laughs> agrees with me about this so i'm simply going to start each one of these posts off uh with a little disclaimer that says the following psychotic ramblings um do not reflect the thoughts and feelings of the people who work here just the psychiatrist who might be treating you yeah, the views of this post are the sole opinions of Dr. Russell McGregor, psychiatrist. The views do not resent the opinions of anyone else at Northern Beaches, psycho- psychiatrist and psychologist, family medical practice. Or on earth, I would say. But then, <laughs> then why are you posting it on there their website? a bunch of other people that work here, though. This is the craziest thing to me, that there's like oh. a bunch of other psychologists and psychiatrists. And they're not like, I don't know if we should be here. <laughs> Interestingly enough, uh, when I was trying to look up other stuff about this guy... Uh, one of the former psychologists slash psychiatrists here uh, was also lost his medical license for repeatedly sexually assaulting his patients. Oh. Oh. Maybe avoid Northern Beaches psychiatrist and psychologist family medical practice. Uh, One star on Google reviews. Oh, no boy, no. Uh, Let's... I'm going to keep going with this. Uh, Fight with your keyboard, knowledge and pen, McGregor wrote in one post in January 2018. Follow Q breadcrumbs on 8chan. The evil truth will be hard for most to bear. Be brave. Seek loved ones and offer compassion to friends and family. In another post, detailed by the New South Wales Civil and Administrative Tribunal this week, uh, McGregor insisted that the WikiLeaks founder, Julian Assange, had not been hiding in the Ecuadorian Embassy in London, but was in Switzerland or Washington. He is an Australian hero and would make a fine future PM, McGregor wrote. The doctor continues to post blogs. Having Julian Assange as the <laughs> Prime Minister. Well, you know, he deserves it um, because he knows how to use computer. Uh, the doctor continues to post blogs on the official website of his Northern Beaches psychiatrist and psychologist family medical practice. This is true. He is definitely still going. Uh, he has written rebuttals to articles that were written about him on there wow. at the moment. Posting through it. You love to see it. Mm. Uh, here's the real kicker for me. The blog was only uncovered after McGregor submitted a detailed complaint to the Australian Health Practitioner Regulation Agency about an alleged affair between his wife and a colleague. I'm Excuse me? So, he believed that one of his co-workers was having sex with his wife. And he submitted a complaint to the Health Practitioner Regulation Agency. And then they looked into him and then they (laughs) found out that he is not a well man. Uh, Once again... Someone has been hoisted by their own petard. People love hoisting themselves on their own petards or oh. being hoisted on their own petards. I still don't fully understand what a petard is and how you interact with it. I'm uh, going to assume... Oh, we're going to get people writing into the show now. Well, to Again, tell us I to listen to the episode where we discussed bomb. this the it's first true. time. <laughs> well, it's a type of bomb on a stick. But more importantly, I think there's one thing I want to clarify right now about my own views about being hoisted upon one's own petard, which is I don't think you can... Do it yourself. I think it requires the involvement of at least one or two other people to hoist you onto it. Or an agency. <laughs> the Petard Hoisting Agency of Australia. <laughs> also, this this is just like one more data point in the uh, single chain link between extremely weird family law guys and uh, Q conspiracy freaks. Right? <laughs> Like, I don't know why those mesh so well. Mm. It's it is strange. Well, they both they both require a belief that um, the entire the political and judicial them. system is rigged specifically to make everyone yell yeah. at you. Yep. Um, stop doing that, says everyone in your life. It must be a conspiracy. 
Also weird that they're anti-establishment until they want to pull the establishment in to tell their wife to stop fucking their co-worker. I guess this was one where uh, he wasn't able to... uh, He wasn't able to fight with his keyboard through this one. And he required the help of an outside party. But like you said, the problem is that he called the establishment in who said, um, hey, what's up? Um, And then he went, oh, that's right. The establishment. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being rat fucked by the establishment. How could I have anticipated this? Oh, no. The system. Uh, It continues. When a colleague working at the same practice complained that the information had been inappropriately shared with her as well, the New South Wales Medical Council began to look into McGregor's well-being. During a hearing into his mental state, McGregor told the Medical Council that if they had any understanding of politics, you would understand that the beliefs that are actually put on the blog are actually the directives from President Trump. That sounds super sane, bro. When asked to elaborate on that, he said no. (laughs) (laughs) On, on this thing of like where he's, he says sort of multiple times that, you know, that he says that Trump has taped evidence of a global Satanist pedophile network um, and that these aren't, these beliefs are actually the directives from President Trump. This, like my interpretation of this is that he's saying that like he, he has been personally told these things or sent a like direct message from president trump himself stating this is this is what's up uh which is kind of weird to me because like so, so much of the sort of q stuff doesn't it all require like um passing the the cryptic messages of q from like 4chan and shit like that none of it is ever anybody saying anything directly no it's all people going ah he had his fingers steepled in this particular way um as he ate his seven big macs <laughs> I did actually watch a video someone put up. Oh, this guy that he retweeted on his Twitter of uh, someone being like, my buddy yelled out, Q sent me to Trump at a rally and then he turned towards me and described the letter Q with his finger. I was watching the video. I was like, oh shit, it kind of looks like he did. Fuck. (laughs) Big radicalized. Oh no. It's real. It's all real. Uh, This gets much worse. When the council chair called to say his registration had been suspended... He called her a filthy, dirty, fucking left-wing slut and claimed Uh she knowingly used the power of political correctness to inflict woman-to-male intimidation and assault against him. You think you could do this just because I'm right-wing? McGregor asked. He later used the blog to label the council a pedophile protection agency and deranged President Trump haters and those who are political psychophants of what the deep state represents. Cool. Huh. Uh, Mr. McGregor's uh, deregistration was granted by NCAT on Wednesday after a hearing in which the doctor's own assessing psychiatrist testified that McGregor was paranoid. You can do that? Uh, do what? So, I mean, I'm, I am actually interested in the mechanism by which this guy has been deemed to be too much of a weirdo to be a psychiatrist. I'm intrigued by... Uh, a hearing like in which the doctor's own assessing like psychiatrist. So he hmm. brought in his own guy and his own guy was like, oh yeah, this dude's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Seamus, how could you do me like that? <laughs> uh, this is, uh, Dr. Murray Wright said McGregor had tried to win him over to the QAnon cause by bringing a 600 page yes. document to the consultation. Wow. There's there's nothing that convinces people of your sanity like saying, I would love for you to sit down and read my manifesto. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. you think I'm crazy? You think I'm crazy? What if I gave you some hand-typed documents, the length of the Lord of the Rings, on why <laughs> President Trump is fighting pedophiles by hand using karate? And you can yeah. kind of close your eyes and just imagine just the aesthetic of what's on the pages in there. It's like bizarre pictures with no relation to one another, um, with just red aerial font uh just just like screeds over top of them Mm. and like ben said like he's steepling his his fingers in this particular way which is uh, exactly linked with the orbit of trappist one um for 600 pages i would say uh would a crazy man be handing you um several books identical to john doe's from the movie seven <laughs> uh, just pages and pages of incredibly tightly written 
uh, ramblings, not a single bit of punctuation in sight. Uh, thousands upon thousands of words of stream of consciousness rambling about the angle of Donald Trump's tie. <laughs> he tucks it into the bottom of his pants as a side to show that he is our champion. That's right. Uh... These are extraordinary beliefs for a consultant psychiatrist to publicly associate with himself, particularly on a website associated with his clinical practice, Wright told NCAT. Extraordinary could almost be a compliment there. <laughs> Truly extraordinary, extraordinary beliefs. beliefs. Amazing beliefs. <laughs> Huge. The brain on this guy. Uh, the tribunal agreed fighting McGregor was exposing his vulnerable patients to harm with the post and was mentally unfit to continue treating people. His perception is not the reality, NCAT said. His clients, some of them, some of whom may be prone to paranoid thoughts or beliefs, are likely to read the blog and be influenced by his bizarre and overvalued ideas. Nice. What a wonderful word. Jesus Christ. That's a punishing insult to put in there. <laughs> uh, McGregor was also found guilty of professional misconduct and banned from reapplying for a year over the posts and his verbal abuse. He will need to prove he has recovered significantly should he wish to practice again. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Post so is too hard. <laughs> I'm imagining well. um, I'm imagining the scene from Uncut Gems where um, Howie's looking at like the reassessed value of his opal. Um, except it's <laughs> except it's this guy looking at like his own posts. <laughs> you need to take what? this out. Uh, There's been a mistake. There's been a mistake. This absolutely did not stop him from posting more. Uh, his immediate reaction to this story coming out was to do a 51-tweet-long thread wow. specifically directed at friend of the show, Guardian journalist Josh Taylor, who did not write the article. Uh, it's an <laughs> AAP story that the Guardian posted, but for some reason he got it into his mind, Josh Taylor had written it. So the whole thing is directed at him, and he's like, I, I didn't write this, man. I don't really know how I got involved here, but... <laughs> if you do want to look at his tweets, uh, his Twitter handle is at killaudeepstate. Uh, his bio currently is bankrupted slash right to practice medicine removed by Medical Council of New South Wales purely for blogging a paranoid conspiracy supporting Trump slash Q. Hashtag political abuse of psychiatry. And without the hashtag, every single one of those words is 100% true. Yes. Mm. I don't know about yeah. the bankrupted. Describe the situation yeah. perfectly. Yes. Right to practice medicine removed by the Medical Council for blogging a paranoid conspiracy supporting Trump. Yep. That's true. That checks out. Uh, I'm not going to ask anyone to read that entire thread, but I will give you some highlights. These are three snippets that I particularly enjoyed. Uh, it is true that I gave a job to a psychiatrist colleague at my medical practice. It is also true that he had an affair with my wife, who was the secretary. This has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Seems like it has a lot to do with everything. <laughs> oh, boy. Just don't bring it up. <laughs> like, that really kicked this off. <laughs> this one I like. My only hope was to wait until I could find a psychiatrist who volunteered to examine me and say QAnon was not paranoid. He didn't. He found a psychiatrist that said he was paranoid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've spoken to uh, 345 of them so far and no luck, but I'm going to keep going. Uh Another one I wrote in detail to my constituent Liberal Party members, begging them to convey to the council that QAnon was not a paranoid conspiracy. I provided multiple documents, over 600 pages of evidence. Ah, uh, my binder. He loves this 600-page binder. The actions of a sane man. I had a little look at his blog. The very first post, uh, which was from, I think, April 2018, was about how he had just been suspended uh, and was subjected to a compulsory psychiatric examination. Uh, it was unclear what it was for last time, but this is not the first time it's happened to him. Uh, here is a snippet from that blog post. Interesting to note, both Tony Abbott and Bradley Hazard, brackets New South Wales Health Minister, my local federal and state member respectively, have hung me out to dry. I have written numerous emails to them, provided documentation, and attended both of their offices on numerous occasions. These submissions were made four to five weeks ago. A member ought reply to a constituent in a few days. They have not done so to date. They are well aware of the urgency. This behaviour has not surprised me for obvious reasons. He Once again, as Theo said, the attempt oh to invoke the very deep state that he is attempting to overthrow. A very strange move. Mm -hmm. uh, Attended yeah. both of their offices on numerous occasions. Yes. Carrying the binder. Mm -hmm. It's extremely easy, isn't it, to see both of the scenarios here. One is the thing that he is picturing which is that he went in with meticulously prepared 
uh, documentary evidence and he went in and he went through the proper channels and made submissions, as he put it, to his local uh, state and federal members and everything. And the other uh, thing that you can also very clearly see is a taxi driver style scenario. Uh, you know, where he goes into the political office and is oh, talking 100%. about how, how he wants to help them and everybody's extremely scared of his psychotic energy. Yeah, no, the the immediate thing I thought of is just the, the um, you know, office administrator just, you know, sp- Faking a smile, nodding, tapping the button yep, under the yep. desk repeatedly. As, as he, you know, his idea of making submissions through the appropriate channels are, you know, coming in all wild-eyed like Doc Brown trying to shove handfuls of crazy papers over the desk at them, screaming about it being important and incredibly urgent. If you haven't at this point, um, as always, pause the podcast, Google this guy's name. What's, what's his full name again? Uh, it's Russell McGregor, so let me double check that. Because, again, he looks exactly like the kind of guy you would picture in this oh, well, scenario. You, you can just go to uh, twitter.com slash kill state and see um, the photo of himself that he posted seemingly on purpose. Uh, this is Damn. another blog post of his. This is from February 2nd, 2019. Get ready for this. Here's the deal. Trump has smashed the deep state's child sex, drugs, and organ trafficking rack lines. Organ trafficking? Yep. <laughs> the deep state need to maintain business. They're worried that the border will be closed and funds will dry up. They're also worried that they can't continue their ritual child sex abuse and sacrifice slash garner their needed adrenochrome. They must quicken their plans. Sorry? We'll, we'll go back to adrenochrome in a second. <laughs> Uh, they must quicken their plans and roll out third trimester abortion, particularly before Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies. Personally, I reckon she has already gone to hell, but I could be wrong. Not about hell, rather about whether she is cactus profundus or not. Uh, just in case you haven't worked it out, Hillary has used the Clinton Fund to perform suspected abortions in Haiti and Africa to suspend child sex slaves and organs. Sorry, to traffic child sex slaves and organs. Trump has stopped it. The key is the lack of birth records, which enables the crime. Thus, the deep state has set up the perfect system in New York to industrialize children for ritual satanic abuse and organs. This system needs no doctor, no hospital, and no records. Trafficking can be ramped up inside the U.S. These new laws are evil on so many levels and are completely unnecessary given the permissiveness of current laws. Obviously, I disagree with any abortion, but this is the devil's advocate position. What? So, adrenochrome. Mm. This man is a practicing psychiatrist, right? Uh, which means he has to have some level of formal training. The whole uh, QAnon adrenochrome thing is that you harvest adrenochrome from uh, terrified children. Mm-hmm. What is adrenochrome? Uh, uh-huh. Is this a real substance? So it's a real substance that does none of the things that people in Q believe it does. Right. Uh, okay. They believe it's like the the elite use it after harvesting it from children as like the ultimate drug. Uh, I think it's meant to induce like euphoria, but also does is it meant to make you live longer as well, Andrew? I, I assume you've lived to some QAnon anonymous. Um, I think I I, I have no idea um what the kind of intended effects are of it are, but. I, th- I think the general theory about it is that this is what the what the pedophilic uh, satanic elite of the deep state like Hillary Clinton um, harvest from children in order to, you know, they, they believe that it gives them, I imagine, uh, sexual powers, powers, powers long- longevity, um, that it's some sort of wonderful drug as well. I haven't gone that far down that particular wormhole and I'm not sure it's a great idea. <laughs> Uh, Everything I read about this is just worse than I thought QAnon was. Hmm. Every time I learn more about it, I'd like, I'm still surprised at how bad it is. Uh, I listened to a bunch, well, George and I listened to a bunch of QAnon Anonymous when we were in the States last time, just like driving through Joshua Tree National Park. It's like insane natural beauty, just listening to this like fucking crazy shit about Adrenochrome stuff. Uh, Episode 11 of QAnon Anonymous, I would recommend people listening to if you want to ruin your day a little bit. Uh, some very strange people out there. Uh, so yeah, this guy, he's not practicing. Uh, probably for the best. 
Um, before we move move on, have you guys seen the pinned post that he has? Mm. <laughs> no. I can't say I have. So, so Lucy, maybe go and look it up. Um, I will mm-hmm. try and describe it for you uh, to see if I can capture oh. what's going on in this picture. <laughs> so it has the heading in, in impact font, the only thing the establishment truly fears. There's two guys on it. Uh, there's one guy who is a Confederate kind of stereotype. Uh, he's wearing a Confederate hat, a um, a US flag wife beater. He's got, uh, he's got a, got a gun. tattoo. He's got a gun uh, on, on his belt. Gun on his well, he has a pistol on his belt. He's got an assault rifle in his hand. He has multiple USMC tattoos. Uh, now, but what he is doing is he is giving a fist bump uh, to the second figure in the picture. A black male uh, who is wearing a... Um, is that a Martin Luther King? I believe that's What's a Malcolm X that's, that's oh. a shirt. Malcolm X right there. Um, it's not a great artwork. illustration. It's not, yep. it's not amazing. No, no, you've got to make up a lot of details yourself. But he does have the word trill tattooed oh. on his forearm, uh, is which a- is possibly the best or worst uh, little detail on this. He has a Palestinian flag uh, sewn oh. on his back jeans pocket. A, a, and again, a pistol... Uh, in the back of his jeans and what looks like an AK-47. Uh, they're fist bumping and with the text, I got your back, brother. Hmm. I will say both of these guys, very hot, very jacked. <laughs> <laughs> like excessively so. <laughs> Someone's put a lot of care into like the arm muscles on these two men. Which is interesting. They're always focused on the right thing. Yeah. Make these the, the other mm-hmm. thing I would say is that I, th- it is my belief that the, um, the judgment that by by this body that he is paranoid was based purely on the fact that he does that weird thing where he capitalizes the first letter of every word that he thinks is important. So mm. he capitalizes abortion, uh, deep state, adrenochrome, uh, and uh, and so on. So like reading. Just reading that that tweet thread, which is very difficult. So thank you, Ben, for going through that. is extremely difficult because your eyes just slide off the page on a purely aesthetic level. It, it definitely hurts. Uh, I would like to backtrack a little. I don't think that's a Palestinian flag on the back of that gentleman's pants. Mm-hmm. Is it I the Jamaican a, flag? It's a pan-African flag. Uh, it's like a Black Liberation mm. Movement thing. A lot uh, of details going on here. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot happening. Uh, but enough about, you know, people that aren't qualified uh, to practice any sort of medicine. Let's talk about real mentally unwell. Real medical science. Uh, we're going to be talking about an app. This app is called Giggle. Now, Lucy, you know how um, you're sick of there being all these men mm. on the platforms that you I use. am a chick. That's true. <laughs> would you like me to read out this chick description? I would love that so much. I like that you've uh, head- headlined this. What about phrenology? But it's just for us ladies. <laughs> just for the chicks. <laughs> Fem- f- f- no, I couldn't make that work. All right. Giggle. A girls-only social network, Giggle is designed to give girls choice, control, and connection. Whether it is finding a roommate, a running buddy, a gig, or simply someone to confide in and receive emotional support from, girls can do this on Giggle. Oh, this right? is, Sounds this good. Is- Good, so far, right? So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, it's still, you know, it sounds nice. This is uh, how it's described in an interview with the founder, Sal Grover, uh, who is a, a Queensland girl. It's nice, a mm-hmm. little bit of local flair. They they did their product launch in Surfers Paradise. I was having a look at the photos and the Gold Coast Bulletin. It looked awful. Uh, this is how she describes it. Uh, Giggle is the collective noun for a group of girls, and the platform is that in app form. It is a place where girls can go to form private groups of two to six girls for work, roommates, travel, mentoring and networking, emotional support, and much, much more. There is no crazy personal information required to use Giggle. It is free to use. There are a few premium upgrades if you need them. Giggle exists for every girl, no matter what her age. Giggle also doesn't take any fees. If you make money from freelance work, every cent of it is yours to keep. Uh, so... This all sounds a bit vague at this point. Let's get down mm. to the nitty-gritty of how it works. Uh, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Choose from Giggle's 11 different categories. 
Looking for a roommate? Have a room to rent? Want a freelance gig? Want a job done? Need emotional support? Want to connect to girls going through the same health issues? Just want to have a chat? You can have just one... You can have just one need or many on Giggle, and you can create profiles in as many categories as you want. It's your choice. Create too your profile. Much going on in this app. Oh, it gets good. Um, create your profile. All you need is one photo of yourself. You've made profiles before. You know what you're doing. Write about yourself and what you're looking for on Giggle. You're talking to girls, so don't be afraid to be completely be yourself. Choose your Giggle size. Giggle is the world's uh-huh. first swipe and match platform that allows you to create micro groups of up to six girls. Remember, Giggle is the collective noun for a group of girls. You can match with just one girl to form a duo, or you can be wanting to get giggling yeah. with five. It's your choice. It's like Fortnite. I see. It's a lot hey, of choosing. Your body, your choice. Uh, create your giggle. When looking at other girls' profiles, you'll be shown girls in your subcategory who are also looking to make a giggle of the size you chose. Giggle's very simple algorithm makes sure that girls liking each other are shown to each other so your giggle can be created quickly and smoothly. Um, I think Lucy already has this and it's called um, Call of Duty Matchmaking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you say what, what size group you need and That's it right. says, hey, there's people yeah. in your area, you're all looking to do the same thing. Just uh, me and a bunch of chicks. Yeah. Hanging out, talking about emotional problems That's and right. networking. Your favorite things. <laughs> uh, connect and converse. Your existing giggles exist on you giggle match page. Now you get to enjoy private and secure conversations. What you do here is, as always, your choice. This is so vague. It's very vague. I still couldn't tell you what this app is. But, but let's... All right. No more vagueness. We're going to get mm. real specific about this. Get now, into it. When they say no crazy personal information... What they mean is they're going to take two things from you. Uh, the first is your name, and the second I will let them describe. The aim is to create a safe and secure platform for girls. Biometric gender verification software ensures that those within the platform are verified as girls. In biometric systems, the goal of liveness testing is to determine if the biometric being captured is an actual measurement from the authorized live person who was present at the time of capture. Uh-huh. This involves a 3D selfie that performs a quick study of the person's bone structure <laughs> to determine the female gender. Uh-huh. It's bioscience, not pseudoscience, like phrenology. This is a oh, recent good. edition. They had so many people call it phrenology, they put in a sentence saying it's not phrenology. It's not phrenology. Yep. Uh, our process determines both male and female genders and does not discriminate by race or age. Unfortunately, it doesn't verify trans girls. Uh, but we can help you at Giggle HQ. Contact us here. So they've changed the process so that, like, when you join, you get a choice where it's like, are you cis or trans? And then if you're trans, you speak to a person and then they verify that you're a girl? Hmm. I'm sure that there are no ways in which that process in itself. Yeah, that seems could be fucked, right? Not just also super demeaning. Yeah, and gross. Yep. Yeah, just being like, oh, I'm sorry, we can't fit you into the process. Yep. You go uh, through this special. Your bone channel. structure is. I mean, it's fine. We've got this other thing, but it's it's your bone structure. It's bioscience. We said that, not not pseudoscience. That's but, not phrenology you know, at all. Mm-hmm, not phrenology. But um, also, like, is is the like it's it's terrible but what what is the process that we're describing here that you talk to someone and you say i'm trans and they go oh cool okay here you go or the much 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 worse idea is is the person that you get in contact supposed to be making like an independent decision as to whether or not they believe that you are a woman yeah no good thoughts to be had here yes it's all pretty gross all absolutely gross, demeaning stuff, which obviously has happened the moment that you that you did the fork at the beginning of this to say, "Yeah, oh, oh, you, you come over, step out of line, step out of line, and come over to this room, step out of the airport queue, and come mm. over into this interview room for a minute." That's yeah. a good experience for everyone. Also, none of that even matters because this app is clearly just a front to like get people's bio information or whatever, right? Yeah, this is going straight to ASIO. Yeah, I mean, where are they they monetizing this? Uh, I think it's in the premium features. 
Uh. Or also selling 3D images of your bones. Um, so, this kind of took off on Twitter after someone uh, posted a tweet with a screenshot of, like, the, it's for ladies, and then the, it doesn't verify trans people. Uh, and then Sal Grover, uh, the owner, she spent all of Friday uh, replying to people on Twitter being like, it's not phrenology. <laughs> uh, so I've got some, some of the out-of-context replies, just without the tweet that it's replying to, because it just leaves it open to the imagination, which is delightful to me. Here's some of those. Giggle doesn't use brain imaging or pseudoscience. Giggle doesn't use brain imaging. What is what what is brain imaging? Uh, are they, like an MRI, you, I assume. Yeah. Okay. That classic uh, thing that your phone can do. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. The technology has not evolved to that point yet, but our goal is to help it evolve in the future. Do I wish all technologies were inclusive? Yes. Am I trying to help with that? Also, yes. I also <laughs> answered. It's about bone structure, not skin color. Uh, not a skull measuring app. <laughs> And this last one is my personal favourite. Italian women already are. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a real. This is a real. Um. Uh. I have not created a phrenology app. Shirt is raising a lot of questions already answered by that <laughs> shirt scenario. Absolutely. If someone accuses you of your app being racist against Italians, maybe just leave that there. <laughs> Refuting it is only adding credence to their argument. Uh. And just in fairness, she is not a professional app developer. You know, this is her first time doing it. She is actually a professional screenwriter. Uh, She moved to LA to make it big there, but then that didn't quite work out for her. Uh, Although she she did get associated with some pretty big names. This is a snippet of an article from Deadline from February 7th, 2013. Exclusive. Wild Hogs director Walt Becker (laughs) has signed on to helm sex on the first date. Though the title might suggest otherwise, Sex is actually a romantic comedy. Uh, Gold Circle Films picked up the screenplay back in 2011 from first-time writers Emma Jensen and Sal Grover. The film investigates the idea that having sex on the first date ruins any chance of a relationship really lasting. Wow. Moving to the big city. LA, the city of stars, the city of dreams. Working with Wild Hogs director Walt Becker. The Walt Becker? The Walt Becker. Of Wild Hogs fame? (laughs) <laughs> Very same. I don't know if he did uh, Wild Hogs 2, but... Uh, they made a Wild Hogs 2? I think they did. Am I crazy? Am I crazy for suggesting that that's the case? Oh, they I would guess, have had to. I mean, I after they the did make, uh, critical and financial success of Wild Hogs 1. Oh, no. This is a tragic uh, article from Screen Rant here. Wild Hogs 2 updates. Why, Sid- why Disney cancelled the sequel. Brutal. Also, Wild Hogs cost $60 million to make, which is approximately wow. two Saving Private Ryans. <laughs> <laughs> My God. My goodness. But when you've got the eye and the... Just the... <sighs> perfectionism of Wild Hogs director Walt Becker. <laughs> you can't rush these things. Oh, you know what they say, there are thousands of directors in Hollywood, but there's only one Walt Becker. <laughs> The Walt Just like, I feel like it's cheaper to not have 3D bone structure analysis software in your app and to just say, hey, uh, are you a woman? But that's cool. almost certainly what this app is for, though, right? They're making money from this by selling that information on, I assume. I mean, it'd be worth looking at. So they use a third-party bone verification system. Uh, it's... Uh, software called Kairos uh, which I had a look at a bunch of stuff where they have had issues with it being kind of racist before but the guy who started it and owns it is black uh, interestingly enough okay Uh, but yeah he's spoken a lot about how they've like had these problems with the data being fed to it all being from white people so when it's gone gone to you know analyze the biometrics of a black person it's just gone I don't know what this is like there was an article where he was saying that uh, when they went to do their first product test in front of a live audience, he tried to do it with his face and it didn't work. So they had to get one of his white co-workers to do it. Oh, my God. Yep. Pretty fucked. I just... I think that even taking out 
the the part that Lucy's raising, which is this sort of stuff is only ever motivated by a desire to monetize some aspect of it. Um, even outside of that, well, actually, I, th- I think every, every instance where you look at attempts to, like, um, gatekeep who has access to things on the basis of gender and that sort of stuff, like, it never works out well. Like, I, I do completely understand the... I do completely understand, like, the, the motivation for wanting, like, women's spaces and... Um, but it just seems like every time one of these is created that it turns out really badly. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and like I said, I do understand the motivation, but it just seems to prompt all of these terrible things from all kinds of different angles from either people being trans exclusionary or mm-hmm. trying to say, ah, well, how do we biologically determine that someone is woman to prompting like either, you know, uh, douchebag guys to go how come you're allowed to have a gym that's just for women I want to go and work out in there um, all that kind of thing when it seems like the thing that would be a a better thing to try and address is like some of the more some of the more foundational issues with gender equality um, but those are kind of hard to do with an app I guess just have a girl space it's just for us girls it's girls chat just girls chat and they also have a, girls a chat. freelancing gig app very confused I don't, I don't understand that part where they're saying specifically that no fees will be taken out if you get a freelancing gig from it like is it them saying hey if you use our app to talk to someone and get some work from it we won't take a cut from it gee like, thanks yeah it's very confusing but then I still don't fully understand how it works Apparently, it's actually quite easy to spoof your way into the app as well. Uh, if you go into, like, the... On the... One of them, if you go in, uh, to the app development mode, you can just trigger the thing that starts the app for you without the verification process and just go straight in. Oh, cool. Uh, so, clearly, they spent too much money on scanning people's brains and not enough on penetration testing. Hmm. Um, yeah, just... Just dog shit stuff, really. Really dog making, shit all round. Making an app for it. And, uh, you know, like I was saying, so so many of these things um, already exist. They just require people to be selective about, like, who they're sharing things with. Like, like you're saying, Lucy, if you wanted to have... Um, if you wanted to have a giggle of six mm. girls um, talking to each other who have determined that they are going to be the only people in that group um, make a group DM on mm-hmm. Twitter or make a make like a, a message on Facebook and add five of your friends to it. That's and right. ta-da, you are done. You want to be around just women, just go to the damn shopping mall. <laughs> oh, they, they do be shopping, though. They do be. So, um, so I assume that that's been valued at $72 billion? Oh, yeah, and it's already been <laughs> uh, bought by Facebook, and they're mm-hmm. using the data to sell it to military drone technology uh, that can find your face and blow your face up, all within the space of 30 seconds. Hell yes. I love the future. The future's going to fucking suck. Like, just all these... All of this data is everywhere forever, and it is inevitably going to leak or be hacked or be sold to someone, and we're going to be absolutely fucking fucked. And we've we're all given be it so to them, fucked. because we don't care, because we're lazy, and it's just the way everything is now. There's going to be a thing in, like, ten years where, because of all the data that's been publicly released, either legally or illegally, people are going to be able to put together a, like... $20 Raspberry Pi rig that scans your face and then immediately hollow projects your entire porn history the moment you walk past. It's a very upsetting thought. <laughs> uh, well, Specifically saw, for you, famous menace. It's going to be yep, awful. Yep, I saw some stuff uh, the other day that apparently the Australian government has been uh, tracking everybody's individual um website browsing the whole time so that essentially if you are looking at something in a browser and it has an address um they have tracked it and they can see it and they Mm. can fish through everybody's entire history um they can't take us all down if we're all like that that's That's true what what if um what if if everyone's a pervert no one's a pervert 
exactly. Well, uh, R.I.P. Kirk Douglas. Let's honor him by reproducing the I'm Spartacus scene, except for everybody looking at like the worst porn they can find, <laughs> all simultaneously. <laughs> Speaking of disgusting perverts, the Labour Party. Uh, hey. <laughs> so we spoke about on what was it, the last episode, maybe the episode before. Uh, old T plibs, Tanya Plibersek, coming out and Please saying, "Please never say that again." The T plibs. Uh, no the, one's the, calling her T plibs. The, <laughs> the big plibby. I'm calling her the big plibber. <laughs> uh, we talked about her floating the idea of uh, making children recite the Pledge of Allegiance, which is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Uh, but that's okay. That's just one, you know, one Labour Party member expressing her own personal view that such is the case it's not necessarily necessarily representative of the party as a whole oh well people who people who defend labor love to say hey they're just a rogue mp or a rogue senator every time somebody with like very somebody very influential in a position of senior leadership within the party is out there saying like I, I want to send all of your children to the coal mines for the next 200 years. Uh, they say, hey, hey, that's just, it's just some guy doing his own thing. It doesn't mean the whole party feels like that. It's just Joel Fitzgibbons who co- keeps talking about how we need to maintain our relationship with coal. That's not the rest of us. It's Unless just the resources spokesman. <laughs> and then only listen to him, please. Uh, well... It turns out that was not just a rogue voter. Uh, Senator Erica Betts, possibly one of the most awful people currently in the Senate. Uh, He is 1,000 years old and has a storied voting record of trying to keep being gay a criminal offence. He's Uh, a lovely man. man. He put up a motion in the Senate. So this is a a motion that's non-binding. It's just like expressing a sentiment, essentially. I don't know why they do these and they seem like a big waste of time. But they do a lot of them. Uh, the motion read as follows. The Senate notes that the Australian Citizenship Pledge, which in part reads as follows, I pledge my loyalty to Australia and its people whose democratic beliefs I share, whose rights and liberties I respect, and whose laws I will uphold and obey, uh, and B, calls on all schools to consider having the Citizenship Pledge recited by students on appropriate occasions. Uh, the Labor Party, big fans of fighting Tories. That's what they love doing. Every single... Labour Party member in the Senate voted for it. The only people that voted against it were the Greens. Wow. Well done, you the Greens. Can't, you can't get wedged, Ben, by having principles. Mm. You really, you don't want to stick your head out there and say, hey, that's a super weird thing to be proposing, because then, you know, then they've got a, a wedge. They've got a, an issue to to get you on instead of Mm. having principles. I love the time and effort that has had to go into this. They've gone to a vote on this completely pointless, stupid bullshit for no reason. That's the Labour Party. Now of all times. Mm -hmm. We've just sort of emerged from one of the shittiest summers in memory, uh, certainly and possibly in my life. Big uh, Liberal Party failures all around. Yep. Everyone's mm-hmm. mad at Scott Morrison. This yep. is what yep. we're gunning for. Uh, but if you want to hear something good from a good politician, uh, insofar as those can exist, uh, here is a wonderful what? bit from the hand side of Maureen Faruqi responding uh, to Labour voting for this motion. Well, for the motion entirely. Uh, instead of working to make students proud of our nation by leading on justice for First Nations people, by tackling the climate crisis and by showing that no Australian is left behind because of rising inequality, some in this place would rather have them recite a US-style pledge. This is a classic tactic of creating a problem where none exists. The bushfire crisis this summer has demonstrated the enduring strength of the Australian spirit in the community. We don't want to cheapen that spirit by forcing students to perform a jingoistic pantomime that fails to acknowledge Australia's settler colonial past and continued occupation. The Greens will not be supporting this motion. Fuck yeah. Get them, sweetie. Yep. And, yeah, as, as we've said repeatedly on this show, like, it's, it's very difficult to try and say with any sort of conclusive, um, you know, confidence 
this is what the Australian character is. This is the character of this nation because it is a very diverse place. Um, it's extremely spread out. Um, I, I think there's a whole bunch of people all the way over on the other side of this country. That I doesn't sound right. I would have heard about it if there. that was the case. Yeah, couldn't be me going all the way over there. No, thank you. Um, and, you know, very, very different attitudes about all kinds of things all across the country. Um, you can look at the difference in which parties get voted in in, say, Queensland versus other parts of the country, that kind of stuff. But Queensland is also fucking gigantic, you mm. know? So, while it's very hard to say here's the essence of the Australian character or whatever, um, a lot of people like to insist that Australia, Australia is like a larrikin, larrikin nation with, you know, a healthy disrespect for authority and that sort of stuff. And that's also not that true because we there are shitloads of people in this country. Love cops. Australians love cops. Love authority. So goddamn much. Lots of people love the cops. They love, um, they love knocking on people. They love turning people into the authorities. They love saying that if, you know, if that person wasn't, uh, resisting arrest, then the police wouldn't have had to split their head open with a truncheon, so they deserved it. All that kind of thing. But, I think we can pretty safely say that a thing that most Australians are not really interested in is, like, doing US Pledge of Allegiance type, saluting the flag, mm -hmm. um, talking very loudly and weirdly about how much we, we love our country and respect the flag and soldiers and politicians and all that sort of stuff. We hate it. I said this last time, but who is this for? Who is this for? The performative, the performative patriotism stuff seems to be for a very thin sliver of extremely right-wing people. Mm, who, that's all it's who, appealing to. Yeah, it's for the it's for the people who um, it's for the people who bought the whole oh you got to support the troops thing like post Iraq War. It's for people who saw that and said, yes, the perfect wedge, how artistically done. If somebody says that they are against some sort of nationalist or imperialistic activity, you simply say that they must support the troops, the people who volunteered to defend, defend our country. Mm -hmm. um, but that, again, that seems like an extremely small group of people who are like, super psycho about stuff like Australia Day and Remembrance Day and Anzac Day and that kind of thing. Um, so why? 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 Uh, I'm Joe Biden saying, why, 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 why? <laughs> I never saw the context for that and I don't ever want to. I think it's perfect standing on its own. I think you can imagine it. I think it'll ruin the mystery for you. I think seeing how much he ate shit in Iowa uh, made me so goddamn the happy. The good one thing that thing, came out yeah. of that whole yeah. shit show was that Joe Biden got absolutely owned. There's no argument about it. Oh, Yang eating shit made me feel good as well, actually. Uh, sorry to Yang good. gang. There's always got to be a Reddit candidate in every fucking election in the US. There really is, huh? Every time. But uh, nice job barely getting any of the vote by trying to bribe people. Didn't work. I do appreciate that I saw that the numbers that like a significant amount of his voters in the second vote switched candidates. Which, you know, Joe Biden voters didn't do. They just stuck with Joe even when he wasn't viable. <laughs> so good for cool. you, Yang voters. <laughs> uh, I think that's about all that we have time for today. I think so. Is it raining? It's one of you got rain. Yeah, well, so, I, I so keep ben thinking about moving further from the window, but I don't think it's going to help. It's, uh, no, it sounds pleasant. Yeah. It's quite no, I've heard, I've heard lots on Ben's mic about like 20 minutes ago. It was pretty heavy there. Oh, well, you right? betcha. It was bucketing yeah. down. Yeah. And it's just hit me here. Delightful. Lovely. Ah, oh, I'm quite nice. Time. It's even raining in uh, dry old Canberra, the oh. city of itchy buttholes. Oh, I guess climate oh. change is fake. Your butthole's <laughs> going to be nice and hydrated. <laughs> go out uh, and point your on. butthole yep. towards the beautiful sky. Uh, dip a puddle. Sun. Dip in a puddle. <laughs> Just a little <laughs> boop. Just a little <laughs> little dip. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, thanks for stopping by, everybody. If you would like to get an extra bonus episode of the show every week, go to patreon.com slash Buntavista. Uh, hey, if you would like to support us, you know, show a little support, that kind of thing. Um, and if you want to write into the show, uh, tell us something that's on your mind, ask a question or whatever, um, you can send an email into mailbag at Buntavista.com. That's the tea, sis.
Sorry, I'm really distracted by this rain. It sounds delightful out there. Mm. Mm. I'm having a little micro-sleep. I uh, walked home in the rain last night from the bar because I was sick of waiting. Uh, it was really nice. I think I broke my phone, uh, but it was just, it was actually quite delightful. It's been really fucking hot. This rain's nice. Mm. Lovely. Hmm. Well, thanks everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.